Hey guys, it's your girl, Sariqua, and this is my first podcast. I need a round of applause because I finally did it. You know what I mean? This took me so long to like actually sit my ass down and focus and read all the stuff that I have put in my notes time and time again about different stuff that I wanted to do. So, you know, I just had a birthday. woo and this is like my New Year's resolution to myself. Like, I want to do some things that I've been putting off. You know what I mean? Like, I want to accomplish those goals that I have for myself and actually get out there and do it. You know, you got to stop talking and do the walking, you know. So, without further ado. <laughs> I'm bringing you today's episode, which is dating between men and women. And basically, just to give you a little rundown, um, I'm going to have some guests on here. And we're going to be talking about our opinions on this topic. I have some questions, okay? Like, I have a few questions. And I don't know if my guests have questions or not. I told them to, you know, drop some stuff down that they want to talk about. But I definitely have some questions. It's a lot of stuff about dating that I just feel like I'm out of the loop with. You know what I mean? Like, it's common to be like, okay, we're going to date. You know, we got to eat. I'm getting to know you. We're building towards something, blah, blah, blah. But it's like a lot of gray areas. Like, it's a lot of gray areas that I just feel like, me personally, it's, I'm failing at. Because it's, the miscommunication is not, you know, getting the job done for me. And that's my opinion. That's in my life, my situation that I've been through. I just feel as though the gray area is killing me because... I'm an air sign. Y'all already know I love astrology. Aquarius gang to the day I die. Whatever. Air signs stand up. Okay, boom. But the thing about it is I like to keep stuff up in the air. And that's normal for me. But I'm trying to, you know, be the bluntness of this topic. Like, I want to air it out. Okay, I want to air it all out, like put all that stuff out there. Like I need my listeners to know, like I'm going to keep it 100. You know what I mean? I'm I'm really going to keep it 100. And honestly, I ain't burning no bridges because I'm single. So let's start there. Okay. Busy. But um, go ahead and introduce yourself, Jamal. Um, how y'all doing? Um, my name is Jamal. You can follow me on Instagram. AOT underscore Jamal Tamore. And on Twitter, it is Jamal Tamore underscore. You got spell this for the people. Oh, shit. All right. So um, on Instagram, it's AOT Jamal Tamore. So that's AOT underscore J A M A L T I M O R E. And for Twitter, it's Jamal Tamore underscore MD. That is J A M A L T I M O R E underscore MD. Okay, cool. And you already know where to find me. Same place. Instagram, Sidiqua, S-I-D-D-E-E-Q-U-A-H underscore. You already know my name long, so 
Don't be surprised. And on Instagram, you can follow my problematic ass, Yodeek, Y-O-D-E-E-K. No underscores. Nice. I made that Twitter page a long time ago, so. Yeah, so did but, I. I. Made it since, like, high school. Like, yeah, oh, we, we definitely made that in high school. Over and I'm never changing my, my Twitter name, sorry. Yeah, same. Unless I'm, like, running for the feds or something. You know, just get a but, burner account. I mean, yeah, that's true. That's true. So, without further ado, we are back with the questions. All right. Now, because this is the part two, we kind of already went over some of these questions last week. But because Jamal was not on it, I kind of want to like hear his opinion on some of these. So that way I can like weigh in what uh, Jess and my brother Andre had to say. So, we're going to start with some tough ones. You ready? Oh, shit. Tough ones. I, I mean, it's better to get them out of the way. Yeah, I'm ready. Let's go. Yeah. Yeah. So, basically, you already know the show is about dating between mm-hmm. men and women. And some of these questions kind of sidetrack off of dating and kind of go into what you like as a person. Because... I feel like when you date people, you have to realize what you like, which is basically knowing yourself. And then you can go into saying, okay, I can like somebody else because this is what I'm looking for because this is what works for me. So our first question is, Jamal, when you are dating, what do you look for in dating as in marriage, friendship, sex? Like, what are you getting out of dating? Um, so, like, if I'm looking for, like, something that's long-term, which would be, like, I guess a chronic relationship, it would be, um, first and foremost, where they are with their head, like, how mature are they, like, how do they go about things, like, um, I feel as though problems are the inevitable, that's something you can't avoid. Right. Um, but it's all about, it's all a matter of, like, how do you contain those problems and, like, how do you handle them? How do you handle them? Not just within yourself, but like with your exteriors and everything around you, like what's going on, like um, just basically all in all, just your maturity. Okay, um, okay. I say in terms, I don't know. I feel like the most important thing when you're with someone is, is um, someone said it before, but it's like having a re- uh, friendship with someone. I think right. I think that's the healthiest part of a relationship, and also like communicating and like healthy communicating. It doesn't always have to be a verbal thing, but you can always like show this person like, I guess your status of wherever you are or like what's going on with you. Like they don't need to know your every move, but like as long as they trust you enough, I feel as though I feel as though if the communication is healthy, then. The trust is something that would be like second nature for people between two parties. Okay. So to kind of sum that up, it looks like for you as a guy, you're looking for not only friendship, but maturity and like a person's thought process. Yep. I feel like that all weighs in. And that's kind of what we were talking about last week as well. So, okay. We agree on that. We agree. Um, I feel like I can relate. So, basically, 
we're going to jot that down because this is a learning experience for me. I'm not really big on dating, but I have in the past and I'm just trying to learn. So all this is like a learning experience for me. Like I'm listening to you guys and I'm learning and just jotting down my notes in my head mentally and, you know, in my notebook. But I want to come out of this and say, okay, I understand the other side of sex, like the male side of it and move forward. Because clearly I'm not married, so yeah. yeah. Um, I, as far as like what you were saying, like you wanted to learn us from us as far as dating goes, I felt as though you you saying that you're not really heavy on dating. It's not. It's nothing bad about that, but it's like at the same time you can gain a lot of experience from like dating people and see like right certain patterns, not with other people, but like how do you move within yourself, like saying what you can do better with this situation the next time you date someone, if you date someone compared to the last time or saying like if this move that you made if it was the right move and like it's just that person and this is just like something that the person needs to grow on but I mean that's none of your concern but as far as you like you want to make sure that you play your role um within like a relationship right but we're not even talking about the relationship yet like this is based off pure dating like this is the we're getting to know each other I'm getting to see how we vibe and go from there because I honestly feel like the dating is the threshold of the relationship you know what I mean like that that basically sets the groundwork if we're gonna build on something we had to start somewhere because I could get into a relationship with somebody that I've known for years and if I haven't dated that person, then how would I really just go into it like that? You know what I mean? Like yeah. I feel like you have to have that dating groundwork. Like yeah. that is. I mean, that wouldn't be healthy. I mean, I, I basically, I feel like like once you like, I guess like promote yourself up within the ranks of like, um, being involved with another person that like you have to go through all the steps, and it's like exactly the lower in the ranks that you are, the less expectations you should have but you should always want to build those expectations as y'all develop you know through whatever situation y'all going through um if it's stagnant or like regresses like even before like y'all even past the dating stage then you can't really expect much like when y'all in a relationship my point exactly so that's why i feel like dating is i'm not gonna say is is more important than a relationship but it's definitely that key item to building, like, the the marriage, the relationship. Like, you can honestly have relationships with people that you're not dating, though. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, I feel like when you have a love interest, dating is, like, key. And, I mean, some people say, like, oh, well, I'm married to, like, my best friend or I'm in a relationship with my best friend. And it's a bunch of stuff that you don't even know about because y'all didn't take that time to, like, talk about it you just went at it as a friendship term and I feel like people nowadays do not use dating like they should like dating is honestly that step that a lot of people miss to me because they kind of just say okay he asked me out or she asked me out let me make sure I got some money let me look nice and presentable 
and then you going out on a date and y'all talking about nothing that has to do with building a future together. Or y'all doing a bunch of stuff that you can't really see his personality. You know what I mean? And then you think you're in love, but you don't even really know the person. So, like, so, I have a question. So, what are your expectations as far as you, like, dating someone? As far as what? Like, the date itself? Like, or like basically, like, what is the outcome you expect out of, like, the date itself? And then, I guess, like, while dating that person, like... Um, so for me like when I go on a date with someone I'm looking at everything I'm looking at how they interact with other people how they interact with other people around me I'm looking at how like I'm imagining them and me going out and doing this a lot because I like to go out I like to you know go on dates and eat I take myself out so I'm really trying to just imagine this being like an everyday, well, not an everyday, but every two weeks or weekend thing thing. where I can vision them with me. And I feel like if we go out and you're rude to the waitress or something, that's like a red flag to me. Like, Like, you have to interact with people politely. Like, I'm big on that. You know what I mean? I'm friendly. And I'll speak to almost anybody in a bar if I wanted to. Like, I have no problem with that. So I'm looking at how you treat different people. And, you know, are you polite? Are you genuine? Are you, you know what I mean? Are you sitting at the bar trying to make jokes about somebody down the street? Like, I'm looking at everything. So my expectation is definitely the the borderline of, your personality. Like, I expect our personalities to vibe together so that everything flows. And I'm expecting you to treat me nice. Like, that's my big thing. Okay. I have another question. Um, So, like, when you're dating someone, do you expect for the first time to be, I guess, like, the 50th time y'all date? Or, like, because, like, I don't, I don't, I find it very hard for, like, someone to just, like, click like, how do you explain, like, what you want within a relationship just like that? Because, like, like you said, you still need time to get to know that person and, like, basically exploit them and see, like, if they really are what they are. I don't think, like, the initial, like, contact or, like, date that you have with a person, you're going to get them then and there. I think because, like, if anything, you might open up to the guy faster than the guy opens up to you. And it's like... It honestly depends, though, because you could know someone, and they they watching you the whole time, and they like, okay, I'm gonna ask her out, or you could just meet somebody and not know them at all. You know what I mean? So I honestly, I feel like depending on the person who asks you out or who asks who out or whatever, you can click with somebody. I've clicked with people before, and I haven't known them. And that's why I went out on a date because I felt it was something there that intrigued me and made me say, okay, you know what? I like him. He seemed cool. Let me see where this goes. You know, let me see what he's about. And honestly, when it comes to dating, I honestly believe that you're supposed to ask certain questions before you even get there. Like, let's start with the number one. Are you in a relationship? That is the biggest one. A lot of people don't ask that. They just say, you know, I think you're cute. 
can I take you out? And the person's like, yeah, you can take me out. Whole time, she got a boyfriend at home or she's dating other people and you thinking, you know, because she said yes, like, it's a go. But I feel like you have to ask certain questions. Are you in a relationship? You know what I mean? Um, Are you open to dating? Because a lot of people just go at you and you're not even available right now. Like, you could be going through depression or a mental illness or your headspace isn't right. And a lot of people don't take that in consideration because all they're thinking about is getting you in bed or spending time with you. And these things need to be asked. Not to say you need to go up to somebody and say, hey, are you depressed? But, you know, are you open to it? Yeah, that's up to them if they want to, you know, get into that. Because, like, you're not really, like, that involved for them to even open themselves up to you. So, like, if they do... But I feel like you as a person should definitely engage or not engage if you are you know yeah but everyone doesn't think like that which is the problem in dating yeah. it's definitely flawed like like especially nowadays it is really flawed like me for instance when a guy will ask me out I want to know are you working like you know what do you do like where are you from these things matter to me. I don't know about anybody else, but they matter to me. And depending on what you do, I may not want to go out with you. Not to say how you get money is any of my business, but I'm looking long term. And you say you're a drug dealer and you run the streets. You think I want to be with you? No. Hope not. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So things like that matter. But, um, Let's let's get into the, some of these questions that I have for you, so we can round it off. Um, oh, a big one I really wanted to know: like, would if you're on a date with somebody, and you know y'all vibing, you get a little deep, and they tell you that they're not healthy, physically or mentally, would you continue dating them? Um, if they're like, if they're like, what do you mean mentally or? Like if they had, like if they're disabled or handicapped. Not even disabled or handicapped, but because I feel like oh, if somebody's like handicapped, but um, I don't know if they have like AIDS or if they are depressed or they have anxiety and they let you know mm-hmm. this. Do um, you well, continue to date them? Well, I guess it depends on what it is. Like if they're. Uh... If it, it depends on how broken they are, I guess, because like at the same time, like I still have expectations on how I want to live my life. And I feel like basically, um, depending on what it is, like I'll have to put that to the side to, you know, devote myself to this person. But, um, okay. Yeah. I'll... I mean, where's your, where's your line? What's, what's your line? What, what line will you not cross? Um, it's, it's just basically um, me giving my all to them too fast, I feel like. And I feel like with someone being broken like that, like, if it was me a few years ago, then maybe, like, I can consider it. But it's like, now that I'm older, it's, it's kind of like, I really can't, like, put too much investment into certain things that I can a few years ago, or then I could a few years ago. Okay. And by investments, what do you mean? 
like elaborate on that? Um, well, basically, like, I can't really like take too much time into like a prison who's like, I guess, entirely like who has too much baggage, so to say. Um, okay. Like, I can't really, you know, ha- manifest the patients to like break certain things down to them or teach them that because it's like at the end of the day, like, I only, for one, go with, I'm only, like, interested in people around my age. So, like, if I know that you're around my age, then it's, it's like, we should be within this radar of, like, maturity and, like, how we go about things and, like, how we are in life. Like, not to say, like, one person is better than another, but it's, like, you shouldn't be doing the things that, like, I would expect to see you doing like when you were 20 or 21 years old it's like i'm almost 30 so we shouldn't be like involved in those same tendencies okay so moving on to the next question um when you're dating someone how long do you wait until you introduce them to friends and family um Like, when do you decide, like, it's okay to bring them into your world? Um, uh, I guess it's both when we're both come to a, like, mutual decision that, like, we can evolve ourselves more around, like, our peers and, like, introduce ourselves to our friends and families. Like, um, I, I won't say, like, it has to be while we're in a relationship, but it could be, like, I guess the stage entering a relationship, like, we've dated well enough, like, we know each other to an extent like where we're like good around one another and we know each other pretty well that like we can trust that like you know we can meet our friends and families and I don't think like anything will be crossed if that makes sense no I know what you mean you're saying that um you trust them enough to put them around your family that they're not going to embarrass you or do anything crazy. Or do, do anything that would, like, rub my family and friends the wrong way. Like, right. Give them a bad first impression. Like, I know if anything, like, they'll say, like, okay, like, she's a pretty decent person. Like, she's cool. Like, mm-hmm. she seems like, you know, she's got, you know, everything going on with herself. And she seems like she's, like, handling herself pretty well. Like, I definitely like her. Or they don't really have to like a lot, but if they like her and they can grow to like even more, that's fine. Right. See me, I have to disagree on that. Like me, I'm I'm really like big on friends and I feel like my family is like the next step up. But if I'm dating somebody, I honestly want them around my friends. Like it's it brings me back to how I see you when we go out on a date. Like, are you friendly? Uh, you know what I mean? How do you mingle with other people? Like, I honestly confide in my friends through certain things, and I take their opinions very highly, and I use it to make judgment in my decisions because I feel as though it's good to have another, not so much as an open opinion on everything, but when I'm I'm lost in making a decision, or I haven't kind of put my finger on what I want to do it helps to hear another point of view on a topic like 
they may see something that I don't or bring something to my attention that I'm blind, especially if I'm in love. Oh my gosh. If I'm in love with the person, I am blinded to the T. Like, I'm big on that. Big heart eyes, like all that. So, if I can bring you around my friends and they watching us vibe and they seeing, you know, little things and they say, you know what? He was watching her the whole night or not to say like I'm taking that into consideration or, you know, I would believe that my friends would put bad blood on somebody, but I just want to see how they think of him. And I want to see how he can mingle with my friends because I feel like if we date, I'm not going to leave my friends alone. Like, I want to see if we all can, you know, come together because if we're dating, I'm a big friend person. So they're not going to leave my life. You know, like me and him were to live together. I'm not going to have my friends over every night. But if I want to have a game night, I want to be able to say, like, he can still vibe with it. Of course. Or he's not going to be like, no, I just want to spend all my time with you. Like, I think stuff like that is a red flag. It is. Especially with the family. Like, my father, I like, when I when I talk to my father, he can see stuff that I can't. So, if they're talking, they're having a conversation, my father going to ask certain questions that I wouldn't even think of that's going to, like, really bring something out that I wouldn't intentionally think to talk about. You know what I mean? So I'm not I'm not making it seem like if I bring this guy around, he's going to embarrass me because he's his own person. And if he did something that rub, rubbed me the wrong way, he can be dropped instantly. That's no 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 problem. I feel me. like if somebody's like embar- if I feel like somebody's going to embarrass me like before I even bring around someone, then I probably shouldn't be with that person. Just Exactly. So like Exactly. But like my point wasn't, like, out of embarrassment. It was just basically, like, I guess what you were saying, like, how your friends or, like, how your parents can see this person out better than I can. Because I may only see what what's on surface with this person. But it's, like, right. with your family and friends. Because I had this happen before. And, like, with your family and friends, they could dig something um, deeper that could be problematic for you in the long run. And they couldn't just right, be Right, because now. they know you. Cause they know me and it's, it's probably what they've experienced as well. Mm-hmm. So. And not to say that everything my family or friends hold is like true hard concrete because I'm going to make my own decision in the end anyway. That's regardless. But I do like to see their insight on certain things because it could be 10 months from now. I've been dating him and we, we thinking about getting into a relationship and they never met you. And then when we come around, I'm so deep into this love that I don't want to leave you alone. And when your problematic ass come around my family and friends, they see all these red flags that I'm blind to. And now it's like too late because I don't want to listen. I mean, so uh, I like to bring you in the beginning. I always like to hear like my family and friends out, like even though I may not see it now, but I feel like they're always going to bring awareness to the situation. And like, even though mm-hmm. I might not see it now, like if I see it later, I pick up on it later. And it's like, oh, this person did say that. Oh, Lord, take, take. Right. That. Like, all right. Now we, we need to take a step back. But right. Um, Do you feel like. Does it depend on, like, I guess, how great the problem is or how great the flaw is for this person for you to just instantly cut them off? 
Um, it's not that how big the flaw is, but it's about how the person takes on the flaw. Like, if I say, you know, I don't like how when we're out together, you talk over top of me and cut me off when we're having a discussion or whatever. And I bring it to your attention, but you keep doing it. That's the problem. It's not that you did it because some people just not aware of their, you know, their issues. But when you bring something to their attention and you say, this does not make me feel good. It hurts me. And they accept that it does hurt you and they know that it does and they continue to do it. Then that's like, you're not going to change. Well, yeah, it's, it's more because they they hear you, but they're not listening to you. Exactly. So it's like your effort to, you know, accommodate me on certain things is how I think about it. If I say, you know what, when I text you, you read my message and then you call me and you say, oh, I'm sorry, babe. I'm not going to do that. I'm going to just make sure I text you back. And I say, you call me. I'm at work. I can't answer you. I get in trouble because I got my phone and you know what I mean? Something like that. Yeah. And it's like, you know what, babe, I'm so sorry. I'm not going to do that. When you text me, I'm going to just text you back. That is growth. <laughs> like, I like to see growth. Like, even if you bring an issue to me, like, if something bothers you and you never tell me and then you go off on me, it's like, well, I never knew you had an issue with that. Yeah. That... How could we fix it if you never brought it to my attention? You just got mad and went away. You know what I mean? So, to me, it's, it's really about the growth. Like, how you take on this problem because in relationships, you're going to have problems. So if, when we're dating and we have problems and how you deal with the problem is already problematic for me, I don't want to get into a relationship with you because it's just going to unfold more. So that's my whole thing. Like, when you're with your family, they can see stuff like that and they can bring it to your attention and like, Every time we said something, he was talking over top of you, and you never could finish your statement. Mm-hmm. Every time. Mm-hmm. And you were like, you know what? He did do that. I'm going to talk to him about that. And we talk to him. He's all for it. And then he does it again. That is like an issue for me. Yeah. Like you said, that person ain't growing. I guess you got some more figuring out to do. Exactly. And not to say you got to end it all, but you do have to draw your line. Like, like this is enough. I'm not going past this because you know your worth and you shouldn't have to put up with bullshit. Like, you shouldn't have to put up with somebody disregarding your feelings and emotions. Not one time. On top of that, you also got to look at how the person reacts to you bringing a problem to light. Like, you could say, you know what, babe, every time we was at the family function, you was talking over top of me, and then he blows up. That is an issue in itself. I mean, yeah, that then that you understand that that person is being unreasonable, and if they start to put in more habits like that, then it it goes to show because it's like at the end of the day, like 
y'all both are like a reflection of y'all relationship i feel like yeah and it's like and each other and if it's like i guess like one person is out wearing the other person on the legal scale then it's like um how much more work do i need to put in to make this relationship better and then it's like how do you like when do you like feel like you start to lose yourself at that at what point do you feel like you start to lose yourself because like you are investing so much in making this relationship healthier, but it's like at the same time, this person is weighing you down and not really um, putting forth their weight like they should be. Mm-hmm. That same effort. <clears throat> okay, so moving on to our next question. This is a big one. This is about political views. And religious views because that is a real deal breaker for a lot of people mm-hmm. because some people are like really strong on that so I wanted to get your opinion of how do you feel like do you do you bring up political and religious views when you dating someone um, it depends on like I guess how far we are involved with each other um, like I can't really speak much on religious because, like, I'm not really heavy on any religion, and I'm not saying, like, I'm against, like, God or anything. Like, I believe there's an ultimate being, but it's, like, I'm not... That's not something, like, I'm really, like, too heavy on. But it's, like, at the end of the day, like, um, it's all about what they can handle because it's, like, I know what I can handle, and I know, like, if we get into, like, politics or whatnot, or, um just like any political reviews like i can be like mentally strong to know like this is nothing but a matter matter of opinions like i'm not really too crazy about that but how do you feel if they are um do you like you know what they're so deep in their religion they can't date me and you let it go or do you like work with it i have no choice like i'm i can't really like especially if we're in that state and like everything else is going right but if they feel like that's um something like they feel strongly about and they feel like we can't proceed like i guess without me like coming to terms with them then it's like i apologize but like i i'm you can't force me into um something like i'm not really too heavy to believe in like I'm not against your religion or anything you believe in but it's just that's not me and then the same for political yeah yeah but I I feel like on a political side like um, anyone I pretty much talk to we're like probably like we're, we're here like we're we're on equal terms with that. On the same page. Yeah. Okay. Um. What is your love language? Like, how do you express your love, and how do you find out someone else's love language? By paying attention to them and taking a lot of mental notes. Um. Basically, like being cognizant of the next party, not like overthinking it or like being too over analytical but just like but like do you ask them or do you just trial and error different things um times i might ask uh most times i might ask and then more times it's like trial and error 
because like you can tell me how you'll feel about something but when I actually show you and then I get that like I guess reaction like to determine whether or not like you really like feel the way you feel um I guess about like how I dedicate myself to you or like anything that I feel or do to you and it's like I guess like I show like I guess how you show your appreciation in return I feel like is what works for me. So do you tell them your love language? Or do you just wing it? Um yeah, I, I feel like it should be the same for me. Like, um if if I'm telling anything to them and it's basically like what they can do for me because I feel like most times I don't really I, I think it's like when people um when you go above and beyond for me, it's like something I really appreciate. And it's like, I'm not really a person that asks for much, but it's like, when you really like go over that scale and like do something like that, you know, that I would love or would go crazy about, or like that you would do, do towards me or like show your love. Like, I really appreciate that. So what's above and beyond? Um, I don't know, something crazy, like giving me tickets to the football game. I love that. Okay. Nothing too crazy. So, like, buying things, basically. It's, it's, that's it's not even buy, worth a lot. It's not even buying me things, but it's, like, the fact that you know that, like, I'm crazy about sports and, like, football in particular. And it's, like, you know that, like, you you've you haven't even had a conversation with me about like me watching the Ravens and versus the Steelers, but you know that like I love to watch their games. Or like you see me every single Sunday, like my head is glued to the TV because I'm watching these football games. And it's like the fact that you thought about me and like he was like, "Hey, I got you these tickets." It's like I really appreciate that. Okay. And then for our audience out there, do you have like any advice about finding out somebody's love language or you know how they should go about it? Um, I guess just let everything manifest. Um, you just gotta, uh, you just gotta let things unravel and see like what their actual love language is. And um, even if you can't get it out, like it's it's always cool to talk to the person about it. And I feel like it should be the other way around as well. Like I always feel like relationship always have to be balanced out. Like. It's not one per one thing one person can do that the other can't do, but that's just how I like to think about it. Okay, okay. I want to like elaborate on that a little bit, only because um, I'm still kind of finding out about love languages and seeing what works with what. Um, basically, you have a couple love languages, which is. Like love of affection, affirmation. Um, me personally, I love affection. So if I feel as though that person is out and they're showing me my love language, that does not necessarily mean they love me. Mm-hmm. That honestly could just be them finessing. And sometimes I feel like we get it mixed up. And that's scary because somebody could be 
finessing you with your love language and do everything right and that's not what they're speaking to you you know what I'm saying like they could see and watch you and know that you know what she loves gifts let me get her a bunch of gifts and they could be rich and that don't mean a thing to them you know what I mean but they know that it means something to you so I feel like is that them caring was that them finessing? And I really have like a small like eye on that. Like I never know is it like legit or not. I mean or somebody could thank you like gifts and keep getting you a bunch of things or spending money on you and that's not even what you really care about. But, but they think that's your love language. So they're trying to do it this way. So, like, would you ever express to a person your love language or, like, would you want them to figure it out? Honestly, I like to talk about it. Like, I like to, you know, get down to that on on the dates. Like, that's what I feel like you should be talking about. You should be talking about what's your political and religious views. You should be talking about your love language. Like, I'm learning to, I just want to put it all out on the table now because I feel like in the past, I'm wasting all this time. And it comes up later on when it's so deep and I'm so attached to you. It's like it's too late. And now I've wasted all this time for what? When I could have asked you all these questions in the beginning of the day. You know what I mean? It sounds like a, a lot of pressure for like the initial day. But I mean, I guess like once like everything. I don't feel like it should be pressure though. But like me being all these, asked all these questions within the first date. Like yeah, I feel like no, it's... not not necessarily the first date. Yeah. I'm just saying dating in general. Oh yeah, dating in general. Yeah, I mean that's cool. But I'm just saying like the first time we meet, like I I, I feel like I'm pressured. Like if you're asking me all these questions, because that's something I expect for you know like your your father or someone like that to like ask me like get into like See? crazy depth about asking me questions. But like you question me, I don't have a problem with not at all. See, I feel like. My father asking the guy that I'm dating these questions is way too much. Like, why do you want to know this, daddy? <laughs> because <laughs> like, it's basically... You all in his head for what? I don't even know if I'm going to like him next week. Because he, he trying to reassure you. He trying to make sure that these are the questions that you're asking him, if anything. Because I should be asking him. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. But it's like, like, as your father, he doesn't really think that you would think to ask these questions. So he's like, all right, I got my daughter back. I'm going to look out for her. I'm going to ask her these questions about little homie. See what's up with him, Pharrell. You feel me? See what's good with him. See where his head is. And see how I can fill him out. Because he, he want to fill him out for himself and not about just what you said at the same time. No, I agree. Honestly, I agree and I disagree. Because I feel as though if I'm dating somebody and it's just dating, we haven't had sex, we're not in a relationship, it's not that deep, I don't feel like my father should be asking these questions only because I feel like I should have already asked him. One. Two, I feel like if I'm dating you and I bring you around my friends or my family, it should be cordial like they should just be getting to know like your personality not your beliefs and your history and all this other like I feel like that deep stuff is for me to know because I, mean, uh, I feel like <clears throat> I feel like like anybody you're in a relationship with 
and like basically like them being involved with like your friends or family that's like that has to be their like their secondary relationship because it's basically like they're all right. a reflection of you so it's like basically like if if they can't even break through the barrier of like your friends or family then it's like it could be problematic I guess like if they can't really get through to your friends and family like I just feel as though if I put myself in the shoes of I'm putting a guy and he bring me around his family and his father or mother or somebody asking me am I religious and like that is too much back up like I don't know you I know your son (laughs) like you're trying to get in my head and I don't like that but it's like at the I same feel like time, the guy I'm dating should be trying to get in my head, not you. At the same time, you yourself as an individual should like basically um, put like your peoples in order as well, and like basically like. Oh, I definitely agree on that. Like because like it it doesn't work just for your friend because like it has to work on your family as well because sometimes they can get a little bit embarrassing. Like not all the time, but it's like that's just how they are, and it's like. I think that's that's part of like you opening up to that person because you tell them about your family, so they can always already be aware of how they are, and then it can be vice versa for, you know, your your party and you're telling them about how they are, like you know, how they move. So it's like they already got a feel out for one another. It's just like basically like how do they go about it? Like when um opportunity presents itself. <laughs> I want to like piggyback off of that because. I honestly feel like before your significant other or the person you're dating, whatever, meets the family and friends, you need to be coaching both parties. Like, you need to say, because one, you're meeting a guy, you know, you know him a little bit, but you know your family and friends a little bit more. So, you know, your homegirl, you know, kind of slick out the mouth and she going to ask these problem ass questions. So it's like, hey, you know what? chill on this topic because that triggers him or whatever you know he had a a car accident so he don't really like talking about cars that much you know so i just feel like that should be definitely coached on both ends or like you know he like to talk about the ravens or something and your father like the Steelers. you know that's gonna cause an argument because your father get real heated in these debates so that's you know right. not yeah. to even bring that up so you coach both people. That's how I, I feel. I don't think it should be that crazy if it's the Ravens and Steelers. That's all out of competitiveness. Like, but guys get crazy, but get crazy with stuff like that. I, Not I even guys, people in general. But it, it's like, I don't think no it's anything like. Or... I don't think it's anything with them like beefing with one another. It's probably just like, oh man, like they could be jokingly like, I don't really like this guy. Like he a Ravens fan. Ew, like y'all like them dirty purple furs, like. If your if your father is like that though, it shouldn't be that serious. But it shouldn't. But you know, different things can come out, and you don't. I feel like when when I bring people together, I don't want I want stuff to like run smooth. You know, I want it to be like we have a good time, we enjoy each other, we laugh, and there's no like weird feelings between any topics or things that we discuss like it's some dads out there that they're super political including my father so i know if you come and say something crazy that's 
the end of the night because he's gonna keep running off at it and it's gonna ruin it. You get what I'm saying? <clears throat> so I just feel like both I just feel like I'm gonna come to this agreement. Like both parties should just be coached on, you know, different things. Like this is you know, be on your best behavior, but be still be yourself. And I feel like that's family, friends, and the person you're dating. Because, honestly, if y'all get in a relationship and y'all link up again, it's going to come out. If, you know what I mean? Especially if y'all link up and it's like a party or something and it's drinking involved. People, you know, say stuff they're not really thinking about after they get a little tipsy and drunk. And, you know, it can get a little heated. So I mean, it's and I guess it's it's plenty of circumstances to keep us in consideration, but definitely at the end of the day, it's it's all about what they can handle as well. And it's like you don't want to be like what I said before, too much baggage, and like that involves like your family and friends as well. So like, mm-hmm. there shouldn't be a bunch of mess because like that's like that goes to show like a little something to say about yourself as well because it's like that's something that you you're around and like you're trying to bring me around because it's like how do you expect for me to think of you like because because even like on how like your family and friends act like that may give me another perspective upon you because it's like that's something that you're constantly around it's like i I mean not necessarily do you deal with that like not necessarily because i mean just take me for example I don't live with my family. We don't even live in the same state. So I'm not around it or what they're doing with their everyday life. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's it's different. I'm not, I'm saying like if y'all constantly around each other, I'm not saying like, oh yeah, yeah. Like you different, you on the other side of the country and it's like, that's a different thing for you. But it's like your family is somebody you with. And like basically, like if you don't even tell me about like how your family is and how they move and then. And then I see, like, I guess I already have this committed image of how they are based off of what I saw and what you didn't tell me. Then it's like, I have to, like, I guess, re-perceive how I look at you. Also, I want to piggyback off of that and say, say a girl, you know, does invite you over to her house and you're meeting her friend or her family, you know, whatever. And some uh, issue occurs that is something that you don't like. Do you, you know, when y'all get home or, you know, back near each other, do y'all talk about that? Or do you just make your judgment? No, we should talk about it. I feel like we should talk about it. If it's something that we already discussed. And I feel like, like, you really need to get this shit together because it's going to probably make me angrier or make me feel like, even more deeper than what I felt the first time when it happened. And then that's just going to down the line cross, cause a greater problem between the both of us. Okay. Well, we are almost at the 50 minute marker. Woo. Oh yeah. And I do have one more question for the night. And this is basically, going on about like when you ask someone out or they ask you out 
because I feel like this was like a really big one on Twitter and everybody was just going crazy on it about spending money. Like when you ask someone out, do you say I'm paying or like, how do you go about this? Like, I mean, no, if like I ask if, the person if, out, do they pay or, you know, if, if, well, if I'm asking you to go out and like, I'm like really like all for taking you out, then like more than likely that means that I'm going to take care of the finances. Like I'm going to pay for everything. But do you let them know that? Or do you just wait till the bill come? Um, I'll wait till the bill come, to be honest. Like, I don't, okay. I don't want it to be like that big of a deal for us to just like go back and forth to say like, no, I'm gonna pay for it. Oh, no, I'm gonna pay for it. I'm just like, no, nah, I got it. Like, we can just like leave that situation there and like, I'll just take care of it. It's not that serious. It's just a date. And then on top of that, do you, if a girl asks you out, do you expect her to pay? Or, you know, is it, are you like old school and you say, you know what, we went out on a date, I got it. Or are you saying, this is our date that you asked me on, I expect you to pay? Uh, I, I mean, honestly, I wouldn't have a problem with a woman paying for like our date, but like, I feel like I need to contribute like contribute some sort of way um i don't feel like um i i am kind of cool as well and it's like at the end of the day i do kind of like have my pride but like if we're in like a relationship and like we're something like deeper than just dating then like like i don't have a problem like with you paying for something and like i'll pay for something else like we can always like come to terms like that or if i pay for one thing one time you pay for another thing another time like that's cool or like because i know most of the times like when i go out it's like i'm mostly the one that's paying for it but it's like i don't have a problem with that it's like right it's just something simple like i've already embraced like that comes with me even taking a woman out and like on top of that i've been raised by a bunch of women so it's like most times like i've always like the women that has raised me coming up, they always tell me, like, you should always be a gentleman and, like, paying for women, like, paying for your girl, like, when you take her out or something like right. that. So it's, like, that's something that I already have implemented in my head since I was younger. So it's, like, that's what I know. So I'm going to go by what I know. And and I I don't think I've ever had, like, encountered any problems with with that. Okay, okay. Me, personally, I've had issues with the bill plenty of times. Like, I've had, I've been with guys and they haven't tipped before, and that just kind of, like, blew me. Like, blew my mind. Yeah, I ain't gonna and lie. Not that I, I, I know, tell somebody. I ain't know how to tip. I, I, like, there was a point in time when I was younger, like, I didn't know the tip, or I didn't really, like, think it was that big of a deal until I started working in a restaurant, and like right. I understood, like, all right, this is how people like really like pay their bills their and stuff life. like that. It's like they get it through like gratuity. And so like one like nowadays, like of course when I go out, I'm always tip like at least eighteen or twenty percent. Like if the service is bad, I'll tip you like fifteen percent and just never mm-hmm. come there again. But it's like right. I always know the tip out. Yeah, I've been on dates and I've had guys tell me I couldn't get certain things. I've had to like tell guys to tip. 
Um, I've had guys just randomly say, like, okay, I'm gonna take care of the whole bill and then you tip. And I'm like, okay, I didn't bring no <laughs> no money, but that was when I was like younger. So I'm like, now that I'm older, I know now from those experiences to say, you know what? Whatever I get, I'm gonna make sure I'm able to pay for it and tip. And that's off the rip. Mm-hmm. So even if the date goes bad and I say, you know what? He talking about some other let me, let me split this bill. Okay, let me, you know, give me my 50. Go ahead. This is my half. You do what you're going to do. We never go out again type thing. But I've had, like, miscommunications on that because of what a guy expects of me and then what I'm expecting of him do not coincide. So it's always, like, a little bit of bad blood on that. And my whole question was basically, when do you know? Like, do you talk about this at the end or at the beginning of the date? Just paying a bill, like I just pay the bill. I don't know. I don't really get into depth with like about paying bills because like I already know that comes with like even going out on a date. Like even if like I feel as though like even if the person would have say like let's say they say they wanted to pay for the uh, date and I'm like all right cool like that's cool like you can pay for the date but something happened like. You don't have your car or like your car is in insufficient funds or something like that. It's like I'm all, at the end of the day, I know like we both still can be good regardless whether or not you pay for it. And that's just how I look at it. Because it's like I'm not just going to fully rely on you to just pay right. for the date. And it's like, let's say push come to shove and like, you know, you have a financial issue. Like I'm good on like taking care of it. Like it's not a big problem. Now, if it's something that turns into a habit, then. That's something we're gonna have to talk about, but like you don't, you don't always have to put on the front like to pay for me. I don't. More, to be honest, I don't mind paying for dates. Like, so for our listeners, do you give advice as to say just bring money and make sure you got enough for you, or make sure you got enough for each other, or what? Like, what, what, what would you tell our listeners? Um, I just say like. You you have make sure you have enough money for both parties. That way, even if they give you like a bad first impression, like you pay for the date. Think about it. You don't never got paid for another date with him again because you you won't even see him no more. So it's like you could just pay that one time and just leave it as is. Like I always make sure I got money for both parties because it's like I, I never know. And I always like yeah. to be prepared, so it's like I'm I'm always gonna have more than enough. If I if I feel as though like I would I would be broke and like somebody wanted to take me on a date, I would probably be selfish and not even want to go on a date just because I don't have money and you saying that you're gonna pay for it. Cause I can't. That's just not a. That's just the type of person I am. And then my last question about that whole situation. Is do you ask the person where they want to go, or do you you tell them where we're gonna go versus like paying wise? Like if she says she want to go to a roof quest, you know what I mean, some nice, fancy, expensive restaurant. Do you you know I don't have it right now. Man, I ain't going to lie. Like if say, if it's our first date and you want to go somewhere like roof quest, uh, uh, um, that's gonna rub me the wrong way because like. Why is that? Because I feel as though, like, why do you? I I ain't gonna say. It. 
Or if I it, mean, that if might be what she used if, to. If, if it's the first date, then it's like, I can't really go all that crazy and spend something on Ruth Chris. Like, I, I can go somewhere, maybe a scale under, like, we can go to Flemings. That's cool. I'm not going to say we we can all, we can always do something else. We don't even have to go out to eat. And I like, go to the movies or something. But not not so much as the first date, but just the first time y'all go out to a restaurant. Is that like, and she said, this is where I want to go. You, you know, okay, cool. Let's go. But if not, are you, you know, turning it down or are you saying we got to split or how are you, how are you going about this? Um, I don't, I, well, I'm going to be the one who's going to make the offer. Like, if we go okay. to this place, like, we can go to this place. Now, if I'm the one that, like, to say, like, has, let's go to Ruth Chris, then, like, that's cool. We can go to Ruth Chris. Yeah. Right. Okay. But don't always ask me to, like, take you out just for me to, just because you know I'm going to be the one who's going to pay for you, like, all the time. Like, don't right. always expect that because that's going to work the wrong way if you always want to go out and eat at all these But what if she want to pay the next time? I mean, that's cool. That's cool. But I'm saying, like, don't always want to go out to expect for me to pay for everything. Pay. But I'm saying, like, if all I right. if I always have to pay for everything, that's going to be a problem. Because it's like, all right, like, I get it. Like, you like expensive stuff. Or you like to, you know, go out to eat. Like, it's nothing wrong with that. But can't be doing this every single other day. But... Okay, okay. I feel you. <laughs> this is really just, like, all a big learning experience. We all winging it out here, so... Yeah. Of course, lesson learned, which makes you, you know, go into the next thing a little bit smarter and mindful of what can happen or the possibility of something bad happening and, you know, go about it like that. But me personally, I let the guy who asked me out to pick where we're going to go just because I want to see his taste and where we're going to go. Like, I want to see what you on. And I feel like, honestly, now that I've, you know, grown up a little bit, I feel like the first date, whoever asks the person out on a date should pick where they're going to go. They should pay. And the second date, you should let them go. You know, say, okay, I'm going to go here. So you can kind of see your taste and their taste. Because mm-hmm. some people don't do that, you know. Some people, they shelter and that's not what they do, but you could be dating multiple people and this this your hobby type of thing. So you're used to this. So honestly, I feel like on it all is a trial and error and you gotta put forth that effort to communicate what you like and what you don't like or what's acceptable and what's not acceptable because nobody wants to be at a dinner table sitting across from somebody they think they like and all hell break loose because they not on the same page. That's that's a bad feeling. So, at the end of the day, communication is key. And that's to wrap it up. So, we are finished for tonight. Go ahead and say your salutations. Um... Uh, it's been a pleasure talking with you, Sadiqua. Um, always, I, I, always. F- I feel like, you know, even though, like, we're talking, um, like, I even throughout this conversation, I feel like, you know, 
you've had a few pointers here and there that like I can take in stride and you know learn with me like throughout my personal life and like even like just building a better relationship with myself and I've, oh I yeah like, always I feel like I can definitely implement some of these ideas to my personal life so wanted to appreciate you for that you as well you know we always talk so this is nothing yeah but it's like we basically like giving the listeners like a grasp of what we usually talk about I guess on the right. like, relationship aspect of things but like mm-hmm. you know, alright well we will be with you next time I'm pretty sure Jamal gonna be back on here you already know I'd love to be back and I'll probably um, have more knowledge the next time we talk more than likely oh yeah because it's always something going on in this uh, relationship world we live in. Oh, yeah. Constantly. It's always changing, especially with social media. Yeah, too. Um, you know, they're the biggest critics. So. All right. So don't forget to follow us on Instagram and Twitter. All right. Good night. All right. Good night. <laughs>